Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today, we're going to be going further into the third chapter of 1 Corinthians. And I'm looking forward to getting into the topic of reward, future rewards. It's important that we labor here for the Lord, but it's also important as to the why and the how that we labor for the Lord. One of these days we will stand, and we'll get into this probably not today, but next broadcast, at a judgment seat, and listen, there will be rewards and loss given out at that judgment seat. Paul has been writing to this Corinth church, this Corinthian church, this church in the city of Corinth, which is in the region of Athens, and it's got a little bit of Athenian culture and flavor to it. You can see that as Paul is addressing in the first two chapters the uh, topic of wisdom and the contrast between godly wisdom and worldly wisdom. We've talked about that at length, how the wisdom of God is foolishness to men, and the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God, and God's way is, of course, mightier and more powerful, and God doesn't have to use things that the world would esteem to be effective. God will take the weak and the base and things that seem to be of no value, and God will get the job done through those things. The gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection, the fact that God became flesh and died for the sins of man, in the minds in the carnal hearts of the world, it's foolishness. But unto us who are saved, it is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Of course, when I mention Corinthians, probably, if you know your Bible, any at all, you think of carnality. And that's true. In fact, in this chapter, Paul, the first few verses, mentions the word carnal one, two, three, four times I have underlined in the first four verses. And Paul has to deal with some sin in this local church. There's some issues there. And anytime there is sin in a church, it ought to be dealt with. But listen now, Paul deals with it appropriately. He deals with it pastorally. Yes, there were some problems, and yes, there was sin in this church, but I'm glad that Paul still loved these people, and his job was to shepherd and lead these people, and he does. And he'll deal with it, and he'll deal with it in the right way. And Paul said, hey, it's been reported there's division. And this church was divided over personality. They had cliques and crowds in their church sectioned out because of who their favorite preacher was. And Paul said, it's all about the Lord. He dealt with that even in chapter three, when he says, hey, Paul's nobody. Apollos is nobody. He said, I plant uh, Apollos water. He said, but listen, it is God that gives the increase. Anything good that comes out of your life or mine, it's not because we're anything good. It's because God is good and God saw fit to use us. And we ought to be careful to quickly give him all glory, all honor, and all praise for anything that's produced positively from our life. It's not for me to get the glory. It's not for you that gets the glory. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth 
the increase. Now, we're going to begin in verse number eight today, and we'll read down probably the next two or three verses and discuss those at the time in the time that we have remaining uh, in the broadcast. If you've missed any of our previous Bible studies in this book or any Bible book, you'll find all of those archived on the podcast. If you'll go uh, to wherever you get your podcast and search Striving for Revival, when it pops up, you can become a subscriber. When you do, you'll have access to all of these past Bible studies. That way, if you miss us on the radio, if you're busy, if your schedule does not allow you to tune into your station or listen to KNVBC, then you can catch us whenever you're able on the podcast. I'm talking about in the early morning hours, in the middle of the night, on the lawnmower, at the job, if you can get away with it, wherever you are, you can get us on the podcast. Let's read together now here in verse number eight. Now, he that planteth and he that watereth are one. I like that. I'm going to speak on that in just a minute. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. I want to talk to you about this thought for a minute. He that planteth and he that watereth. There are two distinct individuals mentioned. They have two different tasks. They have two different designations, two different duties and expectations on their life. They are two parts in the process of producing something. Both are needed, both are necessary, but they are two distinct positions or tasks or obligations within the process. One man is a man that plants. His job is no doubt to go, and we'll just use the illustration of somebody planting in their landscape. He's one who would go and he would get the seed and he would prepare the soil. He would go to that piece of ground, and he would be maybe the tiller of the ground. There's a lot of labor involved in that. He's the one who would turn over the soil. Maybe it's hardened ground, fallow ground, the Bible would say. He has to break it up. He removes any roots and rocks and anything that would uh, uh, hinder new life from taking place. He prepares the soil. He might, like the Bible story, he digs around it and he dungs it. He fertilizes the ground. Then he takes the seed and he puts the seed in the soil. Then he carefully takes his hand and he covers up the seed so that that seed is lying uh, underneath a sheet, a layer of the earth, and he plants it. His job is done. He has planted. That's his lane. That's his avenue. That's his job. His job is to plant. It is not to do anything else. He is the one who plants. Now there's another man, and he's the man who waters. This man's job is to get a bucket. That's his job. His job is then to take the bucket and find a source of water, maybe a stream, perhaps a well. The man would take his bucket. He'd go to the water source. He'd draw out the water. He'd fill his bucket. Now he's carrying that water. It's a load. It's heavy. It's not easy work. It's work. He's carrying that water. And he carries it to that bed of soil, that piece of ground where there's been seed planted. He did not plant the seed. He did not prepare the soil. He did not remove the roots nor the rocks. All he's doing is carrying the water. But hey, wait a minute. If that seed does not have water, that seed is not going to produce. If that seed does not have water, that seed is not going to germinate. If that seed has no water, that seed will lie dormant in the earth. It'll dry out and maybe rot, be good for nothing. It must have the water. So the water is essential. He takes his water. 
He pours it on the soil. Maybe he can still see the tracks where the fingers of the planter had removed and then put back the soil. Maybe he can tell, see the footprints uh, of the man who was the planter. But he's not the planter. He's the waterer. His job is to water. It is not the plant. The man's job was to plant and not to water. And they both do their job. This man plants. The seed's there. Needs the water. So God said, here's the man who's going to come along and water it. Two different jobs. Two different obligations, two different duties, two different tasks, two different designations, a planter and a waterer. But watch this. What's what the Bible said? The Bible said, he that watereth, he that planteth, says they're one. Two jobs, but they're one. Two tasks, but they're one. Two obligations, but they're one. Two duties, but they're one. Two jobs to do. Two names, a planter and a waterer. But the Bible said they are one. What it's saying is this. You can't have one without the other and see success. You can't have one and leave out the other and have life come forth. You won't have one and not the other and produce anything uh, of value. You can't have one and discard the other and expect fruit. You must have them both. They're not the same. One is a planter and one is a waterer, but you must have them both. One uh, is is the initial process and one continues out throughout the process. And when that green shoot uh, comes forth, that man who's watering, he's still there. The planter has gone, but the waterer is still there. But he'd have no green shoot to water had it not been for the planter. You see, both are important. And here's the topic for today. And here's the thought I'll deposit in your life. Your job is not my job. My job is not your job. I'm glad. I don't have to do it all around the church, and neither do you. But I have something to do, and you have something to do. And listen, can I say, stay in your lane. We have a myriad of staff at our church. But can we? I say this, all of us have our job. We have our expectation. We have our duty. Now, sometimes they overlap, but there's a designation. There is a lane and you stay in your lane. I tell you when you get in trouble is when you try to get in somebody else's lane or when I try to judge myself off of what somebody else is doing in their lane. And that's not my race to run. That is not your race to run. I might be a planter. You might be a waterer. So here's what I ought to do. Focus on my planting. I ought to learn my planting, make a science out of planting, give my all to my planting. And you ought to do the same with your watering. You ought to make sure that the bucket's ready. You got to make sure that the well is uh, is there. You got to make sure that you're prepared to carry it and water the plant. Hey, Sunday school teacher, be a Sunday school teacher. Bus worker, be a bus worker. Preacher, be a preacher. Mama, be a mama. Daddy, be a daddy. Missionary, go to the mission field. Whatever it is, but hey, remember, your job is your job. My job is my job. You might be a planter. I might be a water or vice versa, but we all work together as one to fulfill the will of God. We need each other. You do your job, I'll do my job. But let's remember this, we compliment one another in the work of Christ. That's all of our time for today. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.